from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this, 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 this is 95X, 95X WXRO Beaverdam, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. Pucker up, baby. No, seriously, pucker up. Mm. Today is National Kissing Day. Show some love by sharing some smooches today. Give me a kiss. I'll just give you a big wet kiss. Big sloppy kiss. No tongue, no lips. No tongue. Is it kissing? A sloppy old man coffee kiss. It's National Kissing Day. Smoochie, smoochie. Happy National Kissing Day. Boop. Showtime. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome on in. We are glad that you are here. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of the 6th of the 22. Remember that tonight is the night to head over Bayside Supper Club, help out the Children's Radiothon, the Good Karma Brands, John Moser Children's Radiothon, and get yourself a yummy, yummy Italian meal, $15. Radio station personnel, cleaning off tables, getting you water. That's right, we're taking care of business. And then tomorrow, the big event itself kicks off at 6 a.m. We are talking about the Children's Radiothon 2022. 27 straight hours, raising money for some fantastic organizations. You can check it out on air and on Daily Dodge TV. Plus a whole bunch of stuff to auction off. Looking forward to it. As I mentioned, folks, we have uh, a big radiothon coming up tomorrow. The Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon kicks off at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning with a ton of auction items. I was um, working on putting together our bidding sheets, and that gives me a chance to really check over the items. We have a couple of things that I'm extremely interested in. Like we've got a Bloody Mary basket. We've got a couple of bourbon baskets. Uh, I know, right? We have... Packer tickets along with a cousin's gift card. We have a suite to the Wisconsin Badgers game. We have all kinds of things, like a kayak from Dunham Sports. And, like, wagons full of stuff and baskets full of stuff. And gift certificates, like, from the Bayside Supper Club. Mike has set us up with a uh, fish fry, a Sunday brunch... And a Thursday night prime rib certificate that gives you one of those dinners every month for a year. And then we've got a pizza oven and a whole bunch of Park Plaza pizzas from uh, Tom and the crew down there at Park Plaza Pizza. Ben Venudos has given us pasta for a year. Uh, and this is just stuff that I'm going off the top of my head. We have, Kal- uh, we have uh, Kalahari stays from Newman Pools. We have Hayes Resort stays. Where you get to rent a cabin for like six people. Um, there are so many items. So I'm going to forget, you know, there's no way I can read off everything. As I told you yesterday, we were a little concerned about 10 days ago, two weeks ago, because we just didn't have the items. It's like, what's going on here? But then all of a sudden, they just have poured in. Got a really cool um, lawn decoration for Christmas from our friends over at Green Valley. And Life Academy, that's uh, centered around Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with, uh, of course, the Abominable Snowman and all the other characters. So anyways, that's all part of the auction that kicks off tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Remember, we'll be simulcasting the um, Radiothon starting at 6 o'clock, and we'll simulcast it until, I believe it is 6 a.m. Friday morning, and then we'll split for the last three hours. 
And then we'll bring everything back together and wrap all that good stuff up. Don't forget, we have a brat fry that'll be taking place as part of the Radiothon. That'll be over at American Bank, uh, the downtown location in the tower parking lot. And with the South Spring Street ripped up, if you want to drive in for the brat fry, remember, you have to do it off of Mill Street. Okay, so that's just for people that live in the area, you know, you know what, what I'm talking about. Uh, for those of you that are going to be coming from maybe out of the area, just remember South Spring Street is closed. And one of the best ways to access the tower parking lot is going to go to be um, you can go down either what Lincoln or um, Center and hit Mill Street and then take the Mill Street um, entrance into the tower parking lot. Looking forward to it. It's a busy time, and literally you blink, and it's over. That's how busy it is here. It's just absolutely crazy. But it's good. It's a good time, and I know that everybody enjoys the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon. You know what else you're going to enjoy? Winning a brand new Chevy Silverado pickup truck. And you can do that this Friday by heading over to Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells has their big Cruise in the Dells giveaway going on. This Friday. Stop in during the day. They're going to be giving away rewards, play all kinds of cash, and somebody by the end of the day is going to win that pickup truck. So check it out by going to their website or on their Facebook page. It's the Cruise in the Dells giveaway from Ho Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. From the Ho Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells studio, this is today's best music 95X. My dentist cares about me. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Yes, the first day of summer officially fully in the books. And now we've got the rest of summer to look forward to. However, the longest day of the year occurred yesterday. So now it starts to tilt back a little bit the other way. we got plenty of time. The whole... Twilight coming in at what, quarter to five in the morning? And then pretty much like the sun still, they're still lighted, but what, 9.15? 9.20? Still a little bit of that glimmer out there? That'll start to shift just a little bit. But we still have a bunch of summer left. Although, got to say honestly that the month of June is absolutely positively flying by right now. With the uh, Good Karma Branch John Moser Children's Radiothon already here. Yeah. You know, and I was calculating things. Next weekend? Not this weekend, but next weekend? Right. Is the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a busy time frame right now. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, just craziness, man. Just absolute craziness. But... That's what makes uh, that's what makes it fun, right? Yeah, I mean, you fill your life with events, and boy, does time fly. Yeah, especially when you live in a state where you've got such a short window with good weather. Yeah, that's true. You know, if you if you check the calendar out for around the state of Wisconsin and look at every weekend, probably starting in May and going through the end of October, and seeing how many events are scheduled for every weekend. And then look at how many events are scheduled, like after that. Right. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty intense because I mean all of the little communities, all the counties have all of their events. 
you know, this is June Dairy Month, which we haven't really talked a lot about. But I know up no, in really haven't. up in central Wisconsin, when I lived in Marshfield, June Dairy Month was a big deal. Every little community around Marshfield had their own June Dairy breakfast. And some of them would do it during the week, but most of them were on weekends. Right. So, like, Abbotsford would have theirs on Saturday, one Saturday, and then Pittsville would have theirs on the Sunday. And then Edgar would have theirs the next weekend, followed by Spencer. You know, it was just like all, everybody had a June Dairy brunt, uh, brunch. because uh, I'm a big fan of those. Right. Now, here in Dodge County, from what I know, we just do the one Dodge County one. I believe so, yeah. Right. And then maybe Washington County does one, and I don't know if, about the other counties. But like I say, up there, it was literally every community that did those. Because I, I spend a lot of times eating dairy breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that at all. Ninja's going to update us on everything news-related next. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Are you missing out on life? Does chronic joint... It was placed on probation for five years. She'll also serve six months in jail with work release privileges. Shocked stabbed the male victim with a large kitchen knife in the neck, thigh, and stomach in December of 2020. A Houstonford man has made his initial appearance in court for possessing illicit content of children. Travis Lund allegedly shared child pornography on the social media and messaging app Kick. If convicted, the 49-year-old faces up to 50 years in prison. A signature bond was set at $1,000, and a preliminary hearing is scheduled for July 14th. And finally, the Good Karma Brands John Moser's Children's Radiothon kicks off at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. The 27-hour marathon broadcast benefits 16 local agencies. The first 24 hours will be simulcast on both 95X and AM 1430 WBEV. During the final three hours, each station will host their individual morning shows with the final total read around 9 a.m. Now in its 25th year, the Radiothon has brought in over $2.3 million. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Okay, so i got to make sure that that story is correct. We are simulcasting starting at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Right. And then on Friday, we separate and do separate morning shows. At 6 a.m. Friday morning. All right, good deal. I wanted to make sure. I I wasn't sure if I heard it correctly. Uh, It's going to be a busy time. Very busy. Yeah, and you are going to be manning the camera quite a bit of the time? Yeah, I think there's a little bit where uh, Kale's going to take over camera work for me. Uh, apparently, they think I might need a break sometime in that 27 See, in hours. That, I, it drives you crazy, doesn't it? it? It does. It really does. Because you have, from day one, volunteered to be here all 27 hours. Absolutely. And they've told you no. And well, and part they of it like, is you need to have a break, Ninja, well, because we don't want to hurt you. And they want to make sure because we're we're still getting paid a salary for doing this. That money doesn't come from the radiothon; it comes from us working our normal shifts. Right. So you know it is separate. And I said, well, if you're worried about me working too many hours, I'll volunteer the time. Right. Can't do that. Not yeah. anymore. You know, there's all yeah, these there's, rules and requirements. There's a lot of rules nowadays. So. You know, it's not like the old days. Uh, but anyways, we're we're glad that you're going to be doing that. So it's going to be, um, you're going to be on air for part of it, mm-hmm. right? I know you're doing the overnights with Thomas again. Correct. It gets weird. Uh, and then the actual video stuff, we're going to be videoing it on Daily Dodge TV tomorrow morning, starting at 6? Starting at 6 a.m. Going until what? 10? I believe they're saying the cutoff is 10. 
um, but it may continue longer. It's kind of a, if I feel I can maintain it going while being on air with Thomas. Okay. And then, and then obviously on Friday morning... Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing it. We're going to be doing more video, right? We'll be doing more video Friday morning. We will when we split at six a.m. and the ninety five X morning show will continue as normal. You guys are still going to be auctioning off items. There'll still be items left to go. Uh, Bev morning show, however, we're going to switch over to where people can call in and just donate and just pledge. And we get that a lot. We get grandparents that call in or parents or whatever. Right. We also get businesses that'll challenge each other, stuff like that. You know, and we want to make sure the phone lines on that side are open for that purpose. And our and what video we're going to have video of that morning show, right? That morning show, yes. Right. Uh, and that will be me and Wade Bates, and I believe we're both going to be in the pit. Uh, for video for that, right? Uh, and I think John Kraft is going to be running the board I or something. So, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a so, busy, like I say, a busy yeah. twenty-seven hours. Needless to say, and then as soon as the uh, radiothon wraps up at nine o'clock, I'm going to be heading out to Columbus. Yeah, you've be- got a broad fry. We've got a broad fry over at Countryside Ford in Columbus. Our first appearance in Columbus. So overall, just a super, super, super busy time, but a fun time. And I said this earlier. It literally is one of those situations where you wake up in the morning, you come into work, and you blink, and it's over. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's 27 hours, but that 27 hours just breezes by. It's unbelievable. And it's, so, it's, for me, it's the fastest 27 hours of the year. It definitely is, and it's exciting. I mean, you're talking auction items. Uh, this year, we're including where we're going to have three-minute countdown clocks, and when that countdown starts, you know, we're not stopping it. You know, it's, Right. It's just going to be how it has to be because we got a lot of items to breeze through. More items than we thought we were going to have two weeks ago. Right. Um, so, you know, great job to the community for getting us items. I want to thank everybody in advance who's going to be bidding. I want to thank all the winners in advance. Yep. You know, and I say it every time, and it's not just because I want to drive up numbers, but, you know, with people being behind on the stream because it would be about a minute and a half, two minutes behind there, be it video or audio stream. You know, if you're on the radio, it doesn't matter. Maybe the phone lines get clogged up. You never know. So bid early, bid high. Right. Uh, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly, right? Right. That's what you always say? Yep. And the stream and the stream is something that has added a lot mm-hmm. to what we do. Daily Dodge TV has added so much more to what we do here. But remember, there is a delay with that. Mm-hmm. It's the nature and, of the internet. Right. And we, we experienced this firsthand with the dessert auction last week when somebody was listening to the stream and tried to bid on something that we already closed out on. Right. And uh, there's nothing we can do about it. Right. Uh, there's there's going to be a delay. There's just always is going to be a delay. And we did that. learn from the same dessert auction. There were several people who we'd say, oh, you know, can we tell you how awesome this item is that you just bid on? And they said, oh, I can see it on the video. Right. So they were watching the video. Maybe they were listening on radio. That way they could still see the items and get an idea of what's out That there. is a good way of doing it. Absolutely. If you can. If, if you, you can. can. And if you are on the stream, and let's say you work in Madison, mm-hmm. and Friday morning you're like, I'm, I'm listening, but I, you know, I got to listen on the stream. One of the things you can do is keep calling back. Yeah. Just, you're not bothering us. No. If you're calling back every 15 seconds to check on the price on the item, you're not bothering us. No. That's, that's the, really the smart way to do it. But yeah, it all kicks off tomorrow. Of course, people are going to be getting ready for the weekend, which means a stop at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Oh, what a great stop to make. Right? Right? You know, whether it's a quick grab-and-go thing, like grabbing some of that, gre- that great sushi that mm-hmm. they make. That was dinner last night. You were there last night. I knew you were. Maybe you've got people coming over for a cookout, and 
as much as you want to impress them, your cooking skills are kind of meh. Right. If you you know if you buy yourself like things like pub burgers or marinated chicken breasts that they've already done for you, literally, all you have to do is put them on the grill. Right. There is no thought to it. Put them on the grill. Don't burn them, but put them on the grill. And then you supplement that with all of the wonderful things that you can find in that deli and throughout the store. All that fresh cut fruit. Everything is right there. Your meal is taken care of, and you are going to look like a god by delivering such a great homemade meal. Absolutely. And they literally have you covered for everything. I mean, it's a hot day, some cool coleslaw, great way to go about it. And, you know, that trip to the liquor department is always a really smart move on your part because of the buys, the big buys that Daryl is doing right now Mm -hmm. to guarantee that prices are locked in. Like on that Arbor Mist wine, I know we've talked about it before, but five ninety nine for a one point five liter right yeah, now. It's like time, traveling in time. You, you, good luck finding that price right. because that is an unbelievably low price, and it comes from being prepared, and it, it comes from buying in bulk, and that's what Daryl does over at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, beautiful east side of Beaver Dam. It's better prices, it's better selection, it's obviously better service, which means you better go. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. High temperatures working up into the lower 80s for today will see lots of sunshine. Winds out of the northwest at 5 to 10. Then for tonight, mostly clear skies, lows in the upper 50s. Thursday, still lots of sun, 85. Friday, slight chance for a shower, 86. I'm meteorologist Michael Caron, your home for today's best music, 95X. Right now at 66. Entertaining. Entertaining. Or extra wacky. You're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the Morning Trifecta from 95X. All right, let's check out your trifecta this morning. Brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in, Wy- in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Well, on Tuesday, in the fourth hearing held by the House Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol, investigators showed evidence of how Donald Trump tried to change the results of the 2020 election by pressuring Republican officials in swing states to change his loss. The hearing also showed how some innocent election officials were targeted by Trump and his followers after false claims of voter fraud. Evidence presented by the committee showed the uh, that uh, uh, the Trump folks had direct involvement in the plan to come up with an alternate state of electors in such states as Arizona and Georgia, and even discussed the plot with Republican National Committee Chairwoman Rona McDaniel. Um, also, what came to light was Shea Moss, who worked elections with her mother in Fulton County, Georgia. She was falsely accused by Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani of election fraud. As a result, she, her mother, and even her grandmother were subjected to harassment and death threats and racist messages. I hope the biggest thing that comes out of this whole thing is holding people accountable for lying. You know, you lie about stuff like that, and it affects other people's lives. That's just not cool. should not be allowed to happen. People getting death threats over that? That's just not right. Well, Kellogg's has announced that it will separate into three different companies to create greater strategic, operational, and financial focus for each of the new firms that will be named at a later date. Under the plans announced on Tuesday, Kellogg will separate its North American cereal and plant-based food business 
which represents an estimated 20% of Kellogg's net sales in 2021 from its global snacking brands, cereal and noodle brands, and frozen breakfast brands. Kellogg's expects these moves to be completed by 2023, and the headquarters for the three companies set to focus on their global snack brands, their cereal brands, and their plant-based brands. So, we're talking about their company going from one company to three companies, and because they did that, Kellogg's rose 6% in pre-market trading on Tuesday, which I guess good news for them. Oh, and oh my goodness, uh, this is a big no, thank you! The largest ever Burmese python has now been seen in Florida and has now been captured. This female snake weighs in at 215 pounds and is 18 feet long. Experts captured it by using a male python as bait. Apparently, this tactic has proven successful for these hard-to-find predators. Burmese pythons native to Southeast Asia were introduced into Florida in the 70s, likely by exotic pet trade. One female python can carry up to 100 eggs. Oh, my goodness. And that is your morning trifecta brought to you by the folks at JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. All right, let's check out our kick in a classic for this hour because it was this day in 2008. That's right. Quite a while ago when you think about it, right? 2008, what is that, 15 years ago? Something like that. 15 years ago, this song went number one on the UK singles chart, and it was the first number one on the UK charts for this band. Who are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about Coldplay. It's the morning show. Good morning. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Good morning, everybody. 95X. All right, let's get to some weather brought to you by Menards. Uh, saving big money is always the deal at Menards. 11% rebate pretty much always guarantees that, right? Plus, they've got all the stuff that you need, whether it's outdoor, indoor, home fix-up, or just stuff for around the house. Don't forget, they got grocery items as well. Great selection of candies and snacks, man, I got to tell you. Michael Carroll joining us this morning for a look at the weather forecast. I got a uh, instant message yesterday from Jennifer after I sent her a message. She said she's doing pretty well, you know, struggling a little bit still with the talking after having uh, wisdom teeth taken out. Great to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's uh, she's doing pretty well. All right, you want it? I don't know. Are you a popsicle guy at all? Uh yeah. I got a box in my freezer currently. Oh, do you really? Yep. What's your favorite flavor? Um, I'd have to say orange. Okay, you're going to go orange. Yeah. Um, would you try a new special red? Special red? I yeah. Mean, uh, I'm curious, yes. My, my interest is peaked. All right, good, because French's has partnered with the Canadian Popsicle Company to create a ketchup popsicle. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you're backing away from what you just said, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, they they are doing it. Uh, it is described as, quote, perfectly savory with a hint of salty sweetness. The bad news is you can only purchase these pop-ups uh, at locations in Canada, but they have provided a recipe if you want to make them at home. There's only four ingredients. Um, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. 
When I think back of, about my favorite flavors of popsicles, I would say if it's a straight popsicle, I'm going to go with the red, the cherry one. Sure. But I loved the orange dreamsicles. Oh, yeah. Right? That's the deluxe one, yeah. Yeah. The, and do you remember push-ups? Yep, yep. It's like a toilet paper tube with a sherbet <laughs> inside of it. Uh-huh. Those, those orange ones were amazingly good. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Years gone by. The ice cream truck used to come through my neighborhood, and every once in a while, Mom would pop for ice cream for us kids. You know, the first thing you'd see is the bomb pop, the red, white, and blue pop, and it looks so mm-hmm. cool. And then once you got it, you realize it was really boring. And then you were mad that you just didn't stick with a fudgesicle in the first place. So, All right, let's talk about our weather forecast. We got through some real extreme heat here. Uh, what are we looking like the rest of the week? Yeah, still a slightly above average temperature-wise, but thankfully much more comfortable with the humidity across the region. Those dew points looking to stay in the 50-degree range for today. We're headed up to a high temperature of 83 by this afternoon. Lots of sunshine out there for today with some light northwest winds only up to around 10 miles per hour. Still looking clear and calm then for tonight, with overnight lows dropping back into the upper 50s. And we'll be closer to the mid-80s for high temperatures than on your Thursday, but still comfortable humidity values as well for tomorrow. Into the day on Friday, still the majority of the day looking to stay dry, but by the late afternoon time frame, as our next frontal boundary begins to approach from the west, we do pick up a slight chance for some showers and thunder showers there. Highs climbing up to 86. Not the nicest day for outdoor plants, unfortunately, on Saturday. We'll be dodging some scattered showers and storms there as that front works on through the region. Saturday, a high of 84, but we do look to clear out those skies once again into your Sunday. Actually, some below-average temperatures for a change, looking very comfortable temperature and humidity-wise. Mid-70s for highs on your Sunday, and that stretch of sunny and pleasant weather continues right into the start of next week as well. Monday up to 75, and for Tuesday, back closer to average, right around 80. For the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Michael Caro. Michael, we get a couple of uh, days in there where the weather's a little bit iffy, maybe some severe weather or whatever. We had some of that pop up and run through the area. Um, and then uh, you get those hot days, but then everything just kind of eventually settles back into normal, doesn't it? Yeah, we just get back to the ah uh, feeling. Definitely, definitely the case for today. Enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, absolutely. Michael, next time around, how about we whip out five random facts for you? Sounds like a plan. All right. Thanks, Michael. Michael Carroll filling in for Jennifer this week, doing an awesome job. And uh, we'll be talking to Michael again, coming up with more weather details later on this morning. With your Daily Dodge Sports Update, I'm Rick Arman. The Brewers got outslugged by the Cardinals in Game 2 of their series last night. The final was 6-2. to two. Nolan Gorman went 4-4 four for four with two homers, two singles, and four RBIs. It's the second four-hit game and his second game with four RBIs of his career. Both of those games against the Milwaukee Brewers. Elsewhere in Major League Baseball, it was Mariners over the Athletics 8-2. The Padres 3-2 over the Diamondbacks. The Royals winners over the Angels in a slugfest. The final score was 12-11. It was the White Sox 7-6 over the Blue Jays. The Astros bested the Mets by this final of 8-2. Just one local game on the American Legion front. In American Legion baseball, Evan Sauer doubled twice and drove in three as Wapon Post 210 stopped Laconia by the final of 12-5. That is your check of sports. I'm Rick Arman. Smile.
From the 95X Morning Show. Entertainment news brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Biggest entertainment around for the next couple of days is going to be 27 straight hours here at the old ranch. It's going to be the most entertainment that you're going to find anywhere, right? For sure. You know, I mean, when you think about it. Not only is it entertaining to listen to the to the children's radiothon, the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon, but it's also fun to participate in it. Yes, you know, um, indeed. So we almost had a problem last night. Did oh, you know that? No, we were knocked off the air when that random big lightning strike occurred when there was yes. still sun in the sky. Yeah, I mean, everybody's. It seemed like everybody's power went out. We we did get knocked off on ninety five X. Um, I actually a friend of mine <laughs> reached out. She's like, "Uh, that lightning just put your station off the air," and I was like, "Oh crap!" So thank you, Jody and Chris. Um, but anyway, we were lucky because Jeff was here. Oh, okay. When it happened, so he got us back up and running. But that was I was like really nervous for a couple minutes because you might recall what happened the last time. Yeah. This uh, this station got put out by lightning. It took quite a while to recover. So now um, the the lightning because they can though, do some serious damage. Right, but mm-hmm. the lightning. I don't think the lightning hit our tower this time, right? No, I think probably what happened is it hit really nearby enough to knock things off. Because my power went out at home. I don't Me know too. if yours did. And so did and so did my daughter's. Yeah, it was like. It was a nasty bolt wherever it actually did hit. Did you hear it? I, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we did too. Yeah. We, I, and then I looked outside because I was standing in my kitchen and I don't have any windows immediately in my kitchen. And I glanced over to like the living room area and I saw that there was like sun shining in the window. <laughs> what was that? I know, me too. We <laughs> Exact same thing. But at my house, um, all of a sudden there was this deluge downpour. Oh, that happened to me to in my area after. Right, like I about mean, it was five minutes yeah, after. Yeah, right yeah. around the same time. But again, the sun was still shining. I know when it was, it was doing that. And there was there was the narrowest of um, severe. I, I yeah. should say, yeah, it was. It was uh, we, uh, did yeah. we did get a warning. We did get a thunderstorm warning, but there was a. T- it was like a really narrow, tiny little band. Yeah. That came through the area, but and they ended up canceling the warning early because it was so small. Right, but yeah, it was weird. It was really weird for like about a half hour, forty five minutes there. And then you're running around resetting all the clocks in the house. What? How old are you, dude? I don't have clocks to reset in my house. Oh, you don't. Mine didn't. My my power actually didn't go out. Now that I think it, it didn't go out long enough. For that my, to be affected, because the, the only yeah, the only thing is microwave and stove. Yeah, microwave. Otherwise, and stove, no clocks anywhere. Microwave and stove had to be reset. We have a little tiny clock radio in the living room. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was there just in case we ever need a clock radio, like if somebody falls asleep on the couch, sure. kind of a thing. Because 
when you get older, people get insomnia. But anyways. Because you don't have cell phones to do that? Wow. Uh, Okay. Okay, young whippersnapper. Back off a second. Sorry. (laughs) Had to be said. I've been in. I've been doing radio for forty years, yeah. and almost all those forty years have been the early morning person. Uh huh. Do you know how many times I can tell you that I was late for work? Zero. One time, and it was because I had a power outage, and my uh, alarm clock got knocked yeah. out. See, that is the positive thing about cell phones, I guess, in that regard, because that's what the, my cell phone has been my alarm for. I don't know how many years sure. now. Sure. Sure. I mean, a very long time. Right. You know, and usually it's charged by the time I go to sleep at night, so I the don't one, have to worry about it. The one time I was late, we didn't have cell phones. It was about 1993. <clears throat> Probably when they had those massive ones in the big pack the that Z- you had to carry around. You had the Zach cell phone from oh. Saved by the Bell, baby. <laughs> That's what it was all about. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and talk, I guess, uh, the world of entertainment, right? Yeah. Um, a jury has ordered Bill Cosby to pay a woman $500,000 in damages after he sexually assaulted her as a minor back in the 70s. Cosby was not in the courtroom when the verdict was read, according to Deadline. The victim, Judy Huth, sued Cosby for sexual battery in 2014, claiming the assault occurred at the Playboy Mansion when she was a teenager. Cosby claimed his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. Oh my gosh. Spit it out. And did not testify in the two-week civil trial. He was sentenced up to 10 years behind bars in 2018 for rape, but his conviction was tossed out last year. See, he's walking free right now. Yeah. Yes, he is. Because remember, they overturned it. (sighs) That judge overturned his conviction. He was even talking about going on tour. Oh, Um, that's right. How could I forget that? He should just sit in his house and be quiet because he is a lucky, lucky man that he's out. Boy, I'll don't tell you, you what, think he is? Could you imagine if he went on tour right now? Yeah. What a slap in the face that would be! Yeah, and I think he'd, he'd get a slap in the face too. And he probably would, and he would deserve it. Khloe Kardashian is in a new relationship. And it's not with a basketball player. Unbelievable. I know. Breaking news. She's dating a private equity investor she met through her sister, Kim. Ooh. Chloe and her mystery man were introduced at a dinner party a few weeks ago, and they hit it off. Uh, The relationship's in its early stages, and Chloe is feeling really good. Meanwhile, word is that Chloe and ex Tristan Thompson don't talk unless it's about their daughter, True. Yeah. Um, so here's what happens. The Kardashians uh, date. I guess, no, wait a second. Courtney, I don't think, ever dated a basketball player, did she? No, she's... And I don't think she Kylie could... has either. She likes the rappers. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kim and Kendall and Chloe are the ones that have kind of been with basketball players. Fancied the professional athletes. Right. Yes. Oh, whatever. Maybe Chloe learned her lesson. Finally, she got burned pretty good by a couple of them. Mm, yeah. A couple of those guys. Sounds like uh, I see in the next thing you got Kim and Yi are kind of speaking again. 
They are. And, you know, think about how much we were hearing for a while there, the really negative and kind of bizarre things that Kanye was doing and saying. And then all of a sudden, he went silent. Very silent. I remember there was talk back when all that was going on about him possibly going into some kind of um, treatment. treatment. I wonder if he did that. We just didn't know. Right. Um, and is in a better place now. Hopefully. Because, yeah, they're reporting that they're communicating again and able, even able to attend events together with their kids. But either he just went back on his medication. Or there could be that, too. I mean, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be cocky, but I'm saying that he is a known bipolar, right? And yes, I and know, he's also been known to stop taking his medication. Right, and I, I've never experienced it firsthand, but I know people that have. Mm-hmm. And when people go off their bipolar medication, there can be huge changes in their personality. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean that like would stand dangerous, to reason, like right? dangerous, dangerous. In some cases. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they, uh, and that's, this is good for the kids. Right. So that's really what's important. Here. I just yeah. can't wait till Yee calls up Pete Davidson and says, come on, let's go to a Lakers game together. Let's hang out as buds. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens at some point. Not even joking. They start like talking about their intimacies with Kim together. No, why hey, do you would like you? When she why does, would you? Do you like is that when what she does guys this? do? Is that what guys do? Yeah. Even yeah. when you're with somebody's ex. Yeah. You compare notes. Hey, what? Ever, yeah, sure. Justin, help out here. Is that true? I wish I could tell you no. Men, like you guys are so weird. Women do it too. Women do it too. Don't lie. Maybe me. You can't tell me. There's no way you can tell me that you have not ever with one of your girlfriends when you've dated a guy. No, that's not what we were talking about. We were talking specifically about talking with somebody's ex, right? That you're with. All right. Okay. And I can honestly tell you, I so. So my former husband had been previously married, Mm -hmm. and his ex-wife and I get along great, and we talk about a lot of things. That is one thing we have never talked about, nor has it ever occurred to me to even consider talking about it. I think you are the exception that proves the rule more than anything else. No, I think I'm a woman, and we have better things to talk about. Hey, guys. And sex isn't the end-all, be-all with us. Well, you're not a guy. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Uh, Keyboardist Brett Tuggle, best known for being part of Fleetwood Mac, died age 70 on Sunday. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy. Um, But apparently he's been in the part of the band now for a couple of decades. Hmm. Um, He did, like, all of their reunion stuff with them. Yeah. Yeah. no word on the type of cancer, but he died of complications related to cancer. Okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, he, it sounds like he's been around with some different groups. Like, in 1981, um, his talent really kind of became known after he began sharing a stage with John Kay and Steppenwolf. Oh, sure. <clears throat> the following year, he met Rick Springfield and joined his band. He spent a few years performing gigs with... Uh, Rick Springfield. So a few years he was there. Uh, Later, he joined David Lee Roth and toured with him from 1986 to 1994. Wow. uh, Making him one of uh, David Lee Roth band's founding members. Sure. Huh. Oh, they co-wrote Just Like Paradise. Huh. 
That's interesting. Yeah, so, th- so it was in 1997 that he ended up with Fleetwood Mac. He joined their reunion, yep, like you said, for over two decades until 2018. Wow. That's cool. He had a pretty good career there. Yeah, I mean, really, you know, for a guy that you don't really know the name, mm-hmm. you know it's the always groups co- he was in. Right, you know the groups he was in, and, and he had an impact on a lot of music. Yep. So. Yep. A new Netflix show just came out today or yesterday, within the last 24 hours, uh, that's it's spoiled Gen Zers into the wilderness, and it's called, appropriately, Snowflake Mountain. <laughs> That's kind of Why funny. are Gen Zers related, or called snowflakes? Why are we using that? Gen Z? Yeah. Uh, are you Gen Z? No, he's a millennial. Gen Z is after millennial? Yes. So, like, probably my son. Um, yes. Yeah. Huh. Would your son survive on Snowflake Mountain? I'm just I, not I'm not without I'm a not. direct link to calling me for everything. So, uh, he needs. <laughs> I think right there you just answered your question. <laughs> I want to call my mom. <laughs> not an exaggeration. Uh, the term snowflake in this case uh, is described as someone who is overly emotional, easily offended, and dramatic. Okay, that's not him. Just to be fair, in case he's listening, right. that's not yeah, my that's child. That's not him. No. Uh, the show takes 10 20-something-year-olds. They referred to them as kidults. <laughs> you like that phrase? Yeah, who refuse to grow up and get a job and just live off their parents and send them into the wilderness to compete for $50,000 while learning survival skills. But the catch is the contestants didn't sign up for the competition. They thought they were going to a luxury resort for a party. They were tricked by their parents in hopes of pushing them to grow up. Wow. I love this. Some of the pictures, like the promo stuff is just absolutely hilarious. I mean, it's like one picture. They're all dressed up like they're going to a party. Like they're dressed very much like they're going to a party. And then, like, three pictures later, somebody's got, like, lipstick on her cheek. Like, it's to reflect the sun away from her eyes. <laughs> One of them's, like, wearing a bandana all of a sudden. Like, they look like they're crying and hot and sweaty and annoyed. And it, I just I just want to know how, how any kid in his 20s would it. think he was going to a party and then be told you're on a reality television show would be okay with that. Well, if they found out immediately that they were competing to win $50,000, I could see them sticking around. Maybe. I would. I think they'd be really Suddenly they're wishing they would have had more sensible shoes, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Um, It it sounds like the reality series accomplished what it was made for because one of the contestants said, quote, it humbled me for a fact. It made me feel more prepared for any situation. You could stick me in the wilderness right now, and I've got you. Oh, Wow. I bet you everybody's not going to be like that. I yeah. bet you Brandy's going to be like, I want to go home. I think I might check this out. It, it sounds, sounds like, entertaining. It sounds to like me. a guilty pleasure, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Going to have to check that out. Uh, the only action going down at the World Cup will be on the pitch because local authorities are reportedly enforcing a strict, strict sex ban for single fans. Oh, in Qatar this year. Yeah, yeah that's a thing. 
that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, Qatar is a Muslim country. The conservative, conservative very, Arab country. Very conservative. Premarital sex is illegal for all spectators and anyone that's in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, planning to hit up the massive event in November with officials saying if you're not married, you can't do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> there was another line in there that I had to remove. Okay. Because well, just, they, they called Qatar a no blank zone. Oh, and think and think of and think of what uh, your body is made up of m- muscles, mm-hmm. and what holds all those muscles in place. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, yeah. Well, why why did you have to remove that line? It rhymes. It's great. Right. You mean the uh, no bone zone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's thought, phenomenal. I just thought it was inappropriate. That's actually really funny. That is really funny. I feel like that's a sign I should make in case boys ever come over to the house. Right. Oh, a no, yeah. A no, bows, a no bone zone. Go. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, this is the real deal. And alcohol, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, any rule breakers, if they get caught, um, could face up to seven years behind bars. Oof. Sex is very much off the menu unless you're coming as a husband and wife team. I have. There definitely will be no one night stands at this tournament. I have no. I love to travel. Right. I have no desire ever to go to the Middle East. I was in Morocco once and was uncomfortable. And I'm not. Again, it's their culture. Right. I'm not going to tell them they can't. Wait, do are what you talking? You were at a game? No, no. I mean, I was uh, in Morocco. Oh, okay. Just being just in the country on vacation, right? Okay. And I was. Mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable. Why? Um, just because of they, they tell you about all of the um, the different way that the culture reacts to things, and yeah. you know, like I was part of a group. We were part of a group that toured a mosque. And I was very nervous. There, I didn't want to do anything wrong. Right. You know, like when you enter the mosque, you take your shoes off, mm-hmm. and um, you know they have squat toilets, which is something I never had never seen before. Uh, I mean, that wasn't the worst. That was probably one of the easiest things. But no, it was right. just it was just that whole culture thing. Like, be careful that you don't do this because this can be offensive to people of the Muslim faith. And it's like, man, I just don't want to do anything that's going to offend anybody. You know what, though, knowing you. As long as I've known you, I would say that you were probably overthinking it. Maybe. My brother just spent the last two years living in Kuwait. Right. Same rules apply there With that like, we're talking about here. Like unmarried? Yep. Oh, really? And alcohol? Oh. Yeah. So and he so he was alcohol-free for the last two years? Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> what do you do for fun? Really? No, I'm you saying... You need alcohol to have fun? No, I mean... I don't well, drink alcohol. I know, but I'm just saying... No bow chicka wow wow and no alcohol. That takes two fun things away, right? Again, probably only if you're a man. What other fun stuff can we do? I, I'm trying to come up with a list. I think that <laughs> you two seem stuck on just those two items. Wow. No, you no, guys no. are deep. I think uh, a little bit to Rick's defense, I will say, like you know, when I went to Japan, there's a lot of cultural things that are are that we do that they don't do that are frowned upon. Like the first time I grabbed a sandwich to go and I kept walking and eating, the looks I got were like, what are you doing? Nobody moves and eats. Nobody moves and drinks. Right. Even if you go to a vendor on the side of the road, you take your food, you find a spot to stand, you eat, 
throw your wrapper away, and then go. And I had to be told that after the fact. There, they just look at you like you're being offensive, and they might tell you you're being offensive. It's not going to land me in jail. Right. So there's a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. 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 Well, but uh, even that, I think, with a little bit of effort, you could probably. It's really funny survive. when it, it's really funny when you're in England, and you ask for a glass of ice water. You get a glass with like two small cubes in it. They don't. Un, they don't. They don't understand the concept of like lots of ice with your soda or whatever, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we do here in the states. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy Com- that when it comes to soda. Yeah, completely, completely different. You know, you, can I have a glass of? Can I have some ice for my water? Blink, blink. There you go. Okay, <laughs> it's it's just it's a culture thing. It is a culture thing, right? But that doesn't make it bad. Yeah, no, I just don't have any culture. Go ahead. Oh, I, I can agree with that. How many different ways can The Rock prove that he's one of the most amazing human beings? I know you're a fan. Well, Are you who, a fan? Oh, I am. You're who a isn't fan? a fan? Most electrifying man in adult entertainment. Yeah, that's right. And kids entertainment, right? I was. Gonna, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you made yeah. that sound like. Yeah, no, well, no, well, but I, mean, I wasn't well, aware. Like, right. right? But I mean, like, just movies, TV, everything, right? Wrestling. The Parma City School District in Ohio has a pro- program called PACTS. That's P-A-C-T-S. That helps teach employment and life skills to students with multiple disabilities. They were bringing back their annual luau for the first time since COVID, and they made a video asking The Rock to attend. Well, he saw the video, but he couldn't make it, so he sent a video of his own that was playing during the event. It was a huge hit, obviously, but that's not where it ended. After the event, The Rock sent an awesome gift package to each kid. It included sneakers and athletic wear, plus an Xbox for each kid with a special adaptive controller and unlimited game downloads for a year. And he threw them a pizza party party because he's just that cool. Is he not... Like really, really a likable dude. He's he's a very generous guy. That's for sure. You wait till he's your president. Mm-hmm. Him and John Cena. I really don't think he'll run. I wish he would. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think he will though. But if, just think, if a professional wrestler won the presidency, idiocracy would actually come into place. I mean, I just say that there'd be no point in time where any foreign leader would mess with us you know just well what's your president gonna do and just bring up clips of the rock wrestling <laughs> yeah. you know slamming a few people through a few tables and what do you think he's gonna do right exactly man that'd be awesome during his presidential uh address we're gonna make this a better country because if you smell what the rock is cooking right there baby right there that's all I've got, you guys. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, I've got one thing that I want to share with you. Yeah. We are lucky enough to, in this community, have a lot of things that have changed over the last few years for the better. You know, seen, we've seen a lot of things that have really, really started to pick up. Great Harvest Bakery, one of those main things that has come to the community that everybody is talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about all of the great food that you get at a bakery, I, the first thing you always think about is like, oh, you think about... Things like cookies and cakes, mm-hmm. and you think about you know muffins and all those kind of things. But the bottom line is, what you should be thinking about is homemade. Right. And you should be thinking about what you get when you go to a place like Great Harvest Bakery. You're getting stuff that is made literally from scratch. 
Grain comes in from the Golden Triangle of Montana. They grind it. They make their own flour. Mm-hmm. I've never even considered making my own flour. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I wouldn't know how, where to start. No, but I'd be happy to go buy food where they do that. Right, oh, yeah, exactly. And that's what Great Harvest does. A Great Harvest also, because they have so many different things that they make right now, they've got a schedule that you can check out on their website that shows you what they're making on each day of the week. So, like, you might say, oh, I really love the raspberry scones, and then you look on the calendar, you're like, oh, it's on this day of the week, so I'm going to plan and go there on that particular day. Plus, let's not forget about the breakfast and lunch sandwiches. Everybody is digging their sandwiches. And when it's made with the best bread on the planet, it's a home run. Great Harvest Bakery, downtown Beaver Dam. Make it one of your destinations to take all your friends and family to. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. For automotive care. Be there with you. Richards Insurance of Beaver Dam. Wake up with 95X. I take you guys running with me each morning. Oh, it's awesome. Listen to it every morning and you're good to go. They rock. Today's best music, 95X. We head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center for our local news update brought to you by Richards Insurance, a full-service independent agency in Beaver Dam and Columbus. Here is the News Ninja with a look at news. A public forum was held last night on a referendum that town of Beaver Dam voters will see on the August ballot. The town board is seeking to exceed revenue limits in perpetuity to fund increased fire and EMS costs and road maintenance. If approved, the owner of a $100,000 home would see the township portion of their tax bill increase from $188 to $294. Board Chair Joe Kern says the board explored contracting out with other services, starting their own EMS, and borrowing, none of which he says are ideal. Additional forums are planned. Dodge County has a new administrator. The board last night approved the hiring of Cameron Clapper, who has been Whitewater's city manager since 2012. The position was made vacant by the recent retirement of Jim Milkey. Clapper's salary will be equivalent to $67.88 an hour, and he will receive the same fringe benefits that are provided to department heads. He is expected to start on August 21st. And a vacancy on the Dodge County Board has been filled. Randall Vandezandi took the oath of office last night for the District 26 seat. District 26 consists of Wards 2, 7, and 8 in the city of Waupon and Ward 2 in the town of Chester. Vandezandi will serve on the Taxation Committee and the Land Information Council. His term will run until April 16th of 2024. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. All right, there it is. A look at news today brought to you by Richards Insurance, a full-service independent agency in both Beaver Dam and in Columbus. Special day. Yep. Got a letter. Letter to the Reddit morning show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a real this is a real life letter. Uh, hey there, my boyfriend Sam and I have been together for about a year now. Everything is really great, except Sam's best friend Joe, who is, well, shall we say, a little racist. Not hate group racist or anything, he just makes inappropriate comments like he would joke about things like fried chicken 
or if he sees a, a person of a different descent, he might say, oh, that mu- that person must be a landscaper or a house cleaner. Mm. One time he even said that, quote, I must have gotten a 2400 on my SAT because I'm Asian. To be fair, my grandparents were born here in the United States of America. Sam and Joe have been best friends for years, but I don't want him to hang out with them. How do I finesse this situation without upsetting Sam? So, the floor is yours. How do you handle a situation like that when the when the person that you're with and you love that person, but they have a best friend that you don't like, or they have a yeah, they have a best friend that you don't like, especially in a reason like this. Well, you know, this is kind of tricky because we don't know how Sam is the significant other's name, correct? How does Sam feel? Like, what are Sam's opinions? Is Sam bothered by it? What if what if Sam is always saying, come on, dudes, don't say that. And then Joe just kind of blows it off and then nothing happens for a while and then he does it again. And Sam says it again. Right. Joe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, first of all. The moment you start telling somebody they can't have someone in their life, like that's going to be the beginning. So of you're the saying end. you're saying that if she were to say something like that, that would end their relationship. It could potentially. Um, it definitely would not make for a good relationship. I don't think, even if they don't recognize it at the time. Right. I mean, how healthy is that too? be involved with somebody and think that it's your job to tell them what to do and who to have in their life again she is what she is saying is how did how is she able to convince her her boyfriend that maybe he's not a good her his best friend's not a good influence i mean i i I, but i don't think that's for her to decide i guess is my point so she she shouldn't bring anything up to him then no, I mean, she can let him know that she's bothered by those things. Right. She can let him know that she doesn't want to be around that person. Right. But she doesn't really have a right to say that he can't be. So if you're the woman in that situation, are you going to break up with your boyfriend because he's friends with this guy? No, I don't think I only if he started saying and doing the same thing. Right. But if but if I know where his mind is and, you know, he has his own beliefs that, you know, I'm in agreement with, mm-hmm. then no. But, yeah, I don't know. I think she's she's kind of... Is she treading on bad territory? She's, she's on a little bit of a slippery slope there. she got to be careful. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, she can make choices for herself. Not to be around that person or to entertain those conversations. Right. Um, But she doesn't really have a right to tell her boyfriend that he can't. But again, if the boyfriend is engaging in conversation with that person or acting like they don't have a problem with what they're saying, then yeah, that can be addressed. All right, switching gears. How would you like to have Vel- Velveeta nail polish? What? What? Cheese lovers can now wear their favorite dairy product on their fingers thanks to Velveeta and the British nail polish company Nails Inc. A limited edition of two cheese scented polishes will cost cheese fanatics just $15 on the website. 
It includes two shades, Finger Food, a bright red, and La Dolce Velveeta, a creamy yellow color. The polish's signature cheesy scent also appears when your fingernail polish dries. How do you feel about that? That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> You're not a fan of Velveeta scented uh, nail polish? Well, no, nor the coloring of it. Like, it's not even yellow, really. It's right. kind of a yellowish orange. It's not even that. Like, it's an indescribable color. Just so people know, I always stand up for my friends at Kraft. I always stand up for things like Miracle I never Miracle said Whip. I didn't have a... I, I never up, said I had a problem with their products. I just wouldn't put them on my fingernails. I always stand up for Velveeta. And I okay. always stand up for Miracle Whip. Okay. My God, it's good American food. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95X. Now's the time to get going on your landscape project for this year. At Glander Transit... Forecast. High temperatures working up into the lower 80s for today will see lots of sunshine. Winds out of the northwest at 5 to 10. Then for tonight, mostly clear skies, lows in the upper 50s. Thursday, still lots of sun, 85. Friday, slight chance for a shower, 86. I'm meteorologist Michael Caron, your home for today's best music, 95X. Right now, 70 degrees. All right, let's get to it. It is time for this hour's Kicking It Classic. Got a birthday girl today. Born on this day in 1953. And she is a fave. A fave of everybody's. 1953? 1953. Okay. I remember when she broke onto the scene, I was working my first radio gig in Toma. And never heard about her before, but I just remember the video on MTV because wrestling legend Lou Albano was, Captain Lou Albano was part of it. Okay. Played her dad in the video. Happy, happy birthday today to Ms. Cindy Lopper. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kickin' It Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic on the 95X Morning Show. On your mind. I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, here comes your good news today. This is really cool. Um, in Los Angeles County, California, they are using predictive modeling to help prevent homelessness from people that are vulnerable. Now, what the, the tool the county is using was developed by researchers at UCLA. What it does is it pulls data from eight LA county agencies to help outreach workers focus their attention and assistance on people that are believed to be at the gravest risk of losing their homes. The predictive model uses an algorithm that incorporates about 500 different factors, including data points like who has landed in the emergency emergency room, who's been booked into jail, who's had psychiatric crisis that led to hospitalization. Um, They've taken all of this data, 500 different points, and plugged it in. 
And the county is now doing outreach and providing assistance to people at risk of homelessness that they say otherwise they wouldn't have fallen in the cracks. This is the cool part. So far, roughly 90% of the participants have retained their housing while in the program because instead of them all of a sudden falling on hard times, Mm -hmm. the county was there because of this programming to kind of help them out before they even got there. Wow. Isn't that brilliant? It is. That's pretty cool. It is. Um, Excuse me. A Russian journalist auctioned off his Nobel Peace Prize medal, donating the $103.5 million raised. That's a lot of money. Right. To help Ukrainian refugees. Dmitry Muratov, editor-in-chief of the Russian Novaya Gazeta newspaper that he helped to found in 1993, was awarded the 2021 prize for his efforts to safeguard freedom of expression. He donated the $500,000 cash award to charity. The medal, which was bought by an unidentified phone bidder, was put up for sale by U.S. auction house Heritage Auctions, which said that 100% of the proceeds would go directly to support UNICEF's humanitarian response to the war in Ukraine. That is awesome. Uh, One last little tidbit for you. Um, Back when she was 16 years old, she was a lifeguard. And now we do not know her name, but she lives in Philadelphia. She's a 70-year-old grandmother. She said she is uh, now coming uh, out of retirement because there is a big lifeguard shortage in her community. Oh, wow. And she wants to do something back. Get this one. There are now 16 lifeguards over the age of 60 in Philadelphia. And the grandmother lifeguard said no matter how old you are, it's never too late to make a difference. Bingo. Mm, Absolutely. There's there's a way everybody can make a difference. Uh, That is a little good news. We're going to take a a look at sports right now, brought to you by Landmark Credit Union. With your Daily Dodge Sports Update, I'm Rick Arman. The Brewers got outslugged by the Cardinals in Game 2 of their series last night. The final was 6-2. Nolan Gorman went 4-for-4 with two homers, two singles, and four RBIs. It's the second four-hit game and his second game with four RBIs of his career. Both of those games against the Milwaukee Brewers. Elsewhere in Major League Baseball, it was Mariners over the Athletics 8-2, the Padres 3-2 over the Diamondbacks, the Royals winners over the Angels in a slugfest. The final score was 12-11. It was the White Sox 7-6 over the Blue Jays. The Astros bested the Mets by the final of 8-2. Just one local game on the American Legion front. In American Legion Baseball, Evan Sauer doubled twice and drove in three as Wapon Post 210 stopped Laconia by the final of 12-2. To five. That is your check of sports. I'm Rick Arman. I've always been the one to say the first goodbye. Had to love and lose a hundred million times. Had to get time to easily begin your rapid refi process. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Can't start my day without it. Best way to wake up. Gets me up, keeps me moving all day. It's where I go every morning for everything I need. We love it! Today's best music, 95X. 
Well, this is the 95X Morning Show, and we are broadcasting live from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios. We're streaming live on DailyDodge.com, getting ready for the big event known as the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon. It all kicks off tomorrow. Tonight, of course, we're going to be heading over to the Bayside Supper Club. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a fantastic spaghetti dinner. Uh, for $15, it's buffet. Yes. And Sherry will wait on your table. <laughs> Gladly. Yeah. So I'm glad that you're going to be doing that for everybody. That's awesome. I'm not the only one. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's you're right. We're going to be there, too. Yeah. I'll see if I can make an appearance. You'll be there. Uh, Ryan's going to be there. I hope your tables are the messiest. Um, I'm not going to go to any assigned tables. I'm going to greet people. Oh. Oh. Okay. Right. So they need. They, you need a greeter. Right? Sure. Right. Do. I'm, uh, I'm, hey. gre- I'm greeter material. And uh, important to note that all the money that you pay for spaghetti tonight goes directly to the children's radio. Yeah, I, we, talked to, we talked to Mike yesterday, and the amount of stuff that that guy does for the community and has done for all of these years is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's what community's all about, right? Absolutely. Ah, boy. Good folks to know. Got other good folks to know? People over at Reed Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Of course, Brent Reed is here. He promised oh, me he that's was... that's who you were talking yeah, to. Yeah, who'd, who'd, who'd you think I was talking to? I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the stuff you were saying, I was like, uh, <laughs> is that on the other end? Yeah. What t- good what... morning, Sherry. How are you? Good morning. How what, are you? What happens before our on-air conversation stays off air, right, Mister <laughs> Reed? Absolutely. I, I I didn't realize Sherry was anywhere in the vicinity, so I want to retract any statements I made. <laughs> well, I didn't hear anything you said. I only heard Rick's side of the conversation. Yeah. So there was there was that, that going that's on. Damning enough, right there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. I got to ask you guys something very very serious. It's health related for you. Okay. All right. Would you guys be able to each stand on one leg for 10 seconds? I saw this last night, and yes, I can. Yes, you can. How about you, Mr. Reed? I think I could pull that up. But, Sherry, did you say you did it last night? No, I saw this article last night that he's about to talk about. I was going to say, I was... Wow, is that something you do on a nightly basis or what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just testing um, but, myself. No, so I do think I could do that. Okay, so the study is mostly for people older than you guys by a couple of years, uh, 51 to 75. And this is out of Brazil. The results of the study show that if you're between the ages of 51 and 75 and you can't stand on one leg for 10 seconds without any additional support, you are twice as likely to die in the next 10 years. Wow. Yes. <laughs> if you can't do it, you better start practicing. I, I can guarantee you when he gets into the office, he's going to try this. They're going to all be like, what are you doing Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you going to make everybody else do it, too? Well, yeah. I mean, that way I can... Employment standpoint, right? <laughs> what sort of positions I have to hire? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, he'll be standing next to Scott, pushing him over, pushing him over. <laughs> oh, looks like you're gone, buddy. Looks Aww. like you're next. <laughs> By the so way, the, there is no direct connection between balance and one particular disease. Although, generally speaking, those who failed the ability to do this were in poorer health. We're talking about many people were obese. Many people had already had the, the beginning of heart disease. Many people already were on like high blood pressure medication. So 
we're not saying that this is the end all, but it is a it it's is an one of those things. Study. Right. You know, they came out a while back and talked about, you know, how BMI is not necessarily as accurate as what waist circumference is. Mm-hmm. And now we know the waist circumference thing is the real deal because it involves adipose tissue, that that fat, that visceral tissue that you have under your skin around your organs, which is really bad for you. So I found it very interesting. So, uh, Brent, what's going on in the car business? Anything exciting happening over by you guys? There's a lot of fun stuff going on. You know, I'm excited that we finally have some rebates back. You know, for a long time, we did not have any incentives in place on new vehicles just because we had a lack of inventory. But we're finally at the point where you're starting to see some money on some of these vehicles, which makes a great value, especially with trade-in values so high. So like Ram trucks right now, we're up to $4,000 off. I haven't seen rebates that high in, I mean, basically two years since the start of the pandemic. So I'm excited about that. And, And along the lines of the Ram trucks, we have this amazing package that came out. It's a limited production firefighter edition built to serve truck. You've got to see this truck. It is absolutely gorgeous for anybody who's uh, in the armed services or, you know, in the basically in police, the fire uh, line of work. It is such a beautiful vehicle and something that you'd be proud to kind of represent what you do for a living. Um, so that part's awesome. Jeep compasses. We redesigned our Jeep compass in 2022. We got two grand off that model. So there's just finally some good incentives in place. Coupled with the really good trade-in values, it's a great time to take a look at a new vehicle. And so, it, if I'm if I'm correct in assuming, is uh, the most effective way to get a vehicle then from Reed Chrysler still to go in and just order it with all the bells and whistles that you want? I would say the answer to that question is yes, but the percentage of vehicle people that are buying off the lot or having us locate off another dealer is increasing okay. because we're starting to get a little bit more inventory. Traditionally, to get exactly what you want, you probably have to order, but you do have a, a few more options available now because inventory is creeping up. Do you guys feel like uh, you're kind of finally coming out of that the whole mess that was with the chip and everything like that? I really do, Rick. Yeah, I really do. And I think as we come into the 23 model year, which... You know, this is always about the time that you start to change over from an ordering perspective. I think we're going to have more options available. So I think the worst is behind us, and I'm looking forward to what's uh, what's coming what's what's coming moving forward. Wow, I'll tell you what, the car business over the last couple of years has got to be one of those things that's got to be one of the hardest things to figure out. Well, you could say that about a lot of other industries too, though. You know, it's really just been groceries and gas prices and all that stuff across the board. It's just been really different you know uh not necessarily bad i mean obviously you want to make sure that you have as much inventory as you possibly can and we've been able to we've had to lack there a little bit but it's changed the business model and and i think consumers like the idea and got used to the idea of ordering out exactly what they want yeah so um now that we're now that we're starting to come through this the one thing that you just brought up was the word gas prices have you been getting a lot of inquiries into something different like hybrids and electrics Oh, absolutely, Rick. I mean, that's, it's, it's coming, you know, and we're excited about having a Grand Cherokee just around the corner uh, that's going to have a hybrid option. We haven't had that before, so we'll now have the Pacifica, the Wrangler, the Grand Cherokee, the Ram truck is forthcoming. Eventually, within the next couple of years, our entire product lineup will have a hybrid option, um, and so we're very excited for that. You know, it, it's, when you start approaching $5 per gallon, people really start to make some decisions about what direction they want to go with regards to you know, buying decisions. And so we're at that point, and I think everybody wants an electric option available, and we're going to have basically our entire lineup will be available within the next couple of years with a hybrid option. Yeah, it's going to it's going to take 
America by storm, isn't it? It is. Absolutely it is. And this is just a precursor when you start getting gas prices at this level, because when you look at your, you know, I put a lot of miles on a regular basis, so I I look at my monthly gas bill, and it's staggering, you know? And when you can, when you have an option that's available to you with literally no expense or limited expense, it's definitely worth taking a look at. Wow. I'll tell you what, the um, last thing I want to throw at you is we're about, I want to say about 45 to 50 days out of things starting to really fire up in the world of uh, football. It's, you know, we don't want to go, we don't want to like bypass summer because it just officially got here yesterday, but the excitement level does start to ramp up a little bit. Are you, what are you looking more forward to this year, Packers or Badgers? Well, I'm more of a Badger guy. I always have been. So I I would answer that with the Badgers, although I don't know that this will be the strongest team they've had. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the 2023 team as being a team that conceivably could contend for a national title. But I think this will be a good stepping stone year for them. Uh, So it's always fun. You know, Big Ten football is always fun. And and that's not to discount the Packers. You know, I think we got to take advantage of the limited time we have left with Aaron Rodgers. And let's face it, uh, you know, that. Every year with him at the quarterback, you're contending for a title as far as I'm concerned. Right. You know, and that's the thing. People always kind of have a tendency, like, oh, just get rid of him. Just get rid of him. Well, I'm f- look at the Bears. Look at the Bears yeah. over the last two decades, or three decades, I guess we could say. You know, in those last three decades, the Packers have had two full-time quarterbacks. The Bears have had 100. You know, so, and and where have they gone, right? They, they didn't make it Correct. one year. They didn't make it one year, I think, to... Um, the Super Bowl, they lost to what? The Colts, I think, that year, right? I think so. Like, you're right, yeah. Yeah, but that was the only time, you know, and uh, obviously they've, they've not been back since. So, yeah, it's it's important to have that position filled. Uh, anything else going on out at uh, Reed Chrysler that you want to let everybody know about? I mean, anything uh, big going on within your dealership when it comes to service department? You've got a great crew there. Yellow. Talked about the Rick, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. So we're just more than anything excited to have all these new products available. You know, I talked about the 4xE options that we have, but on top of that, we've got a Wagoneer, Grand Wagoneer. If you have not seen these vehicles, I have them in stock, and they are absolutely gorgeous. That built-to-serve firefighter edition, we've just got a lot of fun new products coming out, and that the Jeep lineup is just a blast this time of year to be a part of. You know, that open-air concept and, and uh, everything that Jeep stands for. So it's really about just kind of coming out, taking a look at our new product lineup, stopping in, saying hi, get a value on your trade because these trade-in values are still crazy. So if you've got a vehicle you're looking to sell or possibly trade, let us take a look at that. It's a five-minute process, and we'll have a number for you. Excellent. Always a pleasure, my friend. You take care, and we will catch up with you again real soon. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. All right, there he is, Brent Reed from Reed Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, checking in Today, I see that uh, Thomas has made it into the building Thomas today. Thomas has made it into the building. Oh, somebody turned his microphone down again. That was me. I did that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I sabotaged myself 12 yeah. years in the past. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, did you guys see that uh, KFC has invented a brand new utensil? No. Didn't they come out with the spork? Yeah, this is, that was, that was this, a big This move. is a new spork. This is the finger spork. Oh my gosh! Do it, you put it on, on each the end of your finger? It looks like a normal spork, but it fits on the end of your finger. Oh! So if you put five of them, you could be Edward uh, Finger Sporks or Spork Finger. Right? Yeah. They announced them actually in a jokey way, uh, in infomercial on YouTube. 
So they're more of a novelty thing, not a serious product. They actually look harder to use than normal silverware. To get one, you have to order a side lover's meal. Each order comes with two. And you can go ahead and use your finger spork. Hmm. We used to have a KFC here. I remember. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago, actually. Never, never, ever. I went in there one time. I don't think I was ever inside. I was definitely through the drive-thru. Oh, I remember going inside that one. Where, do you re- remember that? It was a great day, yeah. yeah Brought right. home a whole bucket of chicken. <laughs> what could be better? Nah, the only thing I remember with KFC, and I don't remember if it was here or Marshfield, but when they introduced popcorn chicken, mm-hmm. they brought a bunch of it. It was either to this station or the station in Marshfield, and we got to try popcorn chicken. And it was bas- You know what it tasted like? Basically tasted like their breading. I was going to say breading. Yeah. That's pretty much what it, it was, was made it up was of. Bas- <laughs> it was basically breading that maybe was swooshed through chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There wasn't much. I'm, I'm sorry no, not to be mean. There wasn't much chicken that, to it. There wasn't that much chicken to it. You know, just to be completely honest. So, But anyways, uh, one thing I can guarantee you. Oh, there's Ninja. Yes, sir. How's it going? It's going good. See, it's a good thing I'm here to keep a lookout. I keep a lookout on the phone line. I appreciate line, that. Keep a lookout on the studios to see who's joining us. Yeah, you're just yeah, amazing. a real conductor. Here. You're just absolutely amazing. I am a conductor. I don't she know what you do without, what you, without you. Why don't you go on vacation? Um, so, uh, so jealous. Wasn't that mean? That was mean. mean. You were mean to me earlier. I, I'm being helpful. You were mean to me earlier, too. When? You big baby. Remember when I was talking about my uh, alarm clock? Yeah, well, yeah. that is old school, old man. Somebody need to call a wamblance. Thank you, Thomas. Tom, uh, Thomas would do really well in that snowflake show. He'd win it. He would win it. That's a, that's a survivor skill right. thing out he in the would, wild. He would, he would win, win that. It. What's the snowflake show? There's a, there's a new show on Netflix um, that uses, oh, it was a group of Gen Zers. Your line's ringing over there. Okay. Pay attention. Um, <laughs> a group of Gen Zers that were set up by their parents. They thought they were going to some really big, cool party. And what they were really be, what was really happening was they were being sent out into the wilderness to survive. Huh. Um, because they, you know, hadn't really gotten any jobs, didn't think they needed yeah. to work, all that stuff. And yeah, the, the winner won fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, it looks. It but they actually, referred them. They referred to them as what? Snow Snowflake Mountain? Is that the name yeah. of the show or something yeah. like that? I Snowflake think that's the name Mountain. Of the show. Yeah, oh. that could be kind of cool. Hi, you're on the ninety five X Hotline. How can we help you? Morning, guys. Just want to wish you good luck with the radio fun the next couple of days. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Yeah, and I do appreciate you, Sherry, because you always look out for the phone. Thank you. I appreciate you, Tyler. Have a good day, guys. Uh, thanks, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Hmm. Some people appreciate me. Yeah, uh, I, I think a lot of people are going to be appreciating the Bayside Supper Club tonight. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. As long as they're patient with our service skills. Oh, right, oh, yeah. our right. Our service skills. Yeah. <laughs> now, wh- as you walk in and I greet you, I will yeah, make sure that... Yeah, he's declared himself oh, the official your greeter. greeter? Yeah, he declared right. himself We should be the putting our, our most impressive talents in the front. Sherry should be greeting people. Thank you. And they should keep me far away from the food unless you want only half servings to arrive at each table. There's that. No, Rick declared oh, himself the greeter. <laughs> oh, so, you're, so what, what is your line for people as they enter the Bayside? Um, 
Welcome to the Bayside's Italian Night. Thank you for helping out the children of Dodge County. A little over the top there, but I guess it will And that's totally not how he would do it anyway. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Bayside. Yeah. Four o'clock. They are, just so you guys know, they are taking reservations. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have to make a reservation. The, The reason that they're taking reservations is because they want to know how much stuff to prepare. Right. You know, because this is going to be a big deal. Four until seven tonight, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, and you door. can just pay fifteen dollars at the door. Yeah. you don't have to have the reservation. And if just you want to pay in. more, all of it goes to the kids, so feel yep. free. That's the other thing I was going to say. It all goes right back to the radiothon. Cool live yeah. barn Which show, which is so 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 generous of Mike and his team. Mm-hmm. Uncle Bill's doing the barn show from there. Yep. He uh, Mike told us yesterday that the tables that are going the fastest are the ones around the dance floor. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. So there are going to be people probably maybe doing a little bit of polkaing tonight. Yes. Polkaing in between eating their spaghetti and their breadsticks and all that kind mm-hmm. of good stuff. All right, that's going to be going on again this evening at the Bayside Supper Club. From the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. All help the children of Dodge County. It's the morning show. They're so funny. Love you guys. On 95X. All right, we are back. It is uh, Rick along with Ninja over in newsroom number one. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Thomas, I think, is back in his studio. He he just took care of getting somebody in the front door, dropping off an item. Oh, we just got a uh, basket for the Radiothon from Richelieu Foods. Oh, that's great. It's fantastic. Uh, Sherry, of course, is here, and Michael Carroll filling in for Jennifer. And the, and the news that we get is Jennifer is doing much better after Good. her awesome. uh, wisdom teeth extraction over the weekend. Good. First day, she said it was pretty darn rough. Uh, took a while for the meds to wear off, hmm. and now she's just having problem talking. Oh. I wonder if she has a lot of swelling. Probably. Yeah. Yeesh. Well, you know, some what? people get it, some people don't. It's well, weird. You think about it, though. And Michael, you and I were talking about this earlier today. Yeah. Um, when you're young, and you get tonsils out, or you get wisdom teeth pulled, or whatever, you bounce back a lot faster. Oh yeah. Than when you're older. And I'm not saying that Jennifer's old. I'm just saying she's older. The date we did the uh, Dodge County Historical Society haunting thing that morning, my daughter had to have a wisdom tooth emergency extracted because it cracked in half. Oh. She was in and out of the dentist in 20 minutes. Right. And then still went and did a baseball game and came out to the uh, the haunting event. <laughs> oh, yeah, younger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, more, yep. res- more resilient. All right, let's talk a little weather then, Michael. What, what are we going to be looking at? I think last time around we talked about some pretty darn pleasant weather that's actually going to be making its way in here, right? Indeed, after a couple of steamy days, the past a few looking very comfortable temperature and humidity-wise for today. Lots of sunshine outside with highs working up into the low 80s by this afternoon and some light west to northwest winds only up to around 10 miles per hour. Clear and calm, still some nice open window-type weather for tonight with lows dropping back into the upper 50s. And for your Thursday, just a couple of degrees warmer, but that humidity is still in the comfortable range. Mid-80s for highs on your Thursday as well as a good deal of sun. Into the day on Friday, still the majority of the day looking to stay dry, not until the late afternoon and evening time frame do we pick up at least a slight chance for some showers and storms as our next frontal boundary begins to approach from the west. For your Friday, highs working up to 86. And then, yeah, for your Saturday, not the nicest day for outdoor plans. We'll be dodging some scattered showers and storms there with highs up to 84 degrees. 
Sunday, though, definitely the pick of the weekend for those outdoor plans. We're back to abundant sunshine and the much cooler temperatures as well. Sunday, easing back to the mid-70s for highs, and that stretch of quiet weather continues into the first part of next week. Monday, calling for a high of 75 degrees. All right, so let's get to our five random facts. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Yeah, he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. I'm still trying to get over this whole finger spork thing that KFC invented. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I um, And again, they, they didn't do it to like really use, I don't think. But could you imagine a spork on the end of your finger to scoop up your coleslaw and your potatoes? Yeah, it's not really my thing. That's a great idea. I don't think it would be... I feel like it would be less efficient. And Ninja, when, and when, it, when you with food, you don't want anything touching, right? No, I like to keep it as separate as possible for most food items. Okay. So, yeah. And we all know about your sock fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little different. Or lack thereof. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, the only difference between kosher salt and table salt... Anybody? One's been blessed by a rabbi? No. Is the size of the grain. Oh. They both come... I really thought that it was blessed. Like They both come from underground salt deposits. Kosher salt is just larger. Hmm. Yeah, learned something new today. Uh, random fact number two. People drive on the right side of the road in about 75% of countries around the world. So we drive on the right side of the road, right? Mm-hmm. But over in England, they drive on the left side of the road. Which is always confusing. Huh. Random fact number three. Contrary to some claims, you can't see the Great Wall of China from space. It's too narrow. And it follows the natural contours and colors of the landscape. So, it's a myth that has now been busted on the morning show. We're regular (laughs) myth busters today. I like the fact that we're doing that. Random fact number four. Um, guess who was originally cast to be the Predator in Predator? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude I I heard that Van before. Damme. Yeah. Yeah. He was too short. But he quit when he got to the set and found out the suit would hide his face <laughs> and he wouldn't get to show off his sweet martial arts moves. <clears throat> so that's why he got mad. That would be pretty cool, though. Yeah. If the Predator did splits. Mm. Right. And muscles from Brussels. Yeah. Muscles from Brussels. <laughs> my, fa- my favorite Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, I think, is Sudden Death. That's the hockey movie. Oh. Like, you ever see, uh, did you ever see that? Time Cop was really good. Time Cop, yeah. Ah, oh, Time Cop. That's right. Time Cop was pretty decent. And then, of course, he was in the second of the... Expendable movies, right? I believe so. Yeah. Not, so. not to give it away, but he was a kind of a bad guy. Um, and lastly, random fact number five. Bulls don't charge at a matador's cape because it's red. Bulls, my friends, are colorblind. It's the movement. They charge because mm-hmm. the cape moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you have it. Now you learned some other new random facts that you can drop at the next big party that you're at. Michael Caro, as always, thank you for your excellence in weather forecasting. Enjoy the day. All right, there he is, Mike Caro. Might be back tomorrow, might not, depending on how Jennifer feels, because 
um, she had said to me in her message yesterday that with the problems that she's having talking, she might have to take a couple day or neck another day or two off on that. Mm, on the talking part? Yeah. So it is what it is. All right. So remember, we've been talking a lot about the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon. The big, the big points that you guys need to remember. Three big points. Point A, tonight at the Bayside Supper Club, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. How much and, and what do we do? You don't need reservations. You can make them, but right. you don't need them. Uh, $15 to go. Um, we will be serving everybody. So Yay. yeah, that'll be a joy for everyone. Um, and uh, 4 to 7. 4 to 7. 4 to 7 o'clock. Right. So be there. All right, hope oh, this. and the Burn Show. Burn right. Show's live. Yeah. 5 to yes. 6. Burn that show. will be very exciting. And all the proceeds back to the Radiothon. Yeah, that's that's what Mike does. Mm-hmm. He's a great that's community great And, community of course, guy. all the Radiothon dollars, 100%, go to the agencies. I was talking to a group last night about the Radiothon. They had asked me about it. They said, oh, you're not going to be here on Thursday. And I said, oh, I've got the Children's Radiothon. And the look on their face when I told them that all of the money stayed local, they're like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah. And we started talking about some, you know, some other worthwhile charities that, unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of money goes to administrative costs and doesn't actually get mm-hmm. to the the things, groups right, that, that are need. benefiting. So, yeah, uh, Ninja. The other great thing about this year's Radiothon, obviously, is going to be an incredible lineup of auction items that um, people can actually view on Daily Dodge. Yeah, many of them are up right now. DailyDodge.com. Click on the Radiothon uh, tab, or you'll get a pop-up that comes up. Um, or right at the top, there's a banner that has a place to click. There's so many ways to get to it. There's, It's really impossible not to find the items. Right. Um, and I think right now, uh, our own Taylor has stuff loaded up all the way through 1 a.m. Friday morning, and more stuff I'm sure is going to get loaded following up with that. Right, because um, of course we have stuff going the entire twenty-seven hours. Yeah, and so many of these items came in in the last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, like we were sitting going in the last uh, days, even. Yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. And Thomas, one more thing about uh, the Good Karma Ranch John Moser Children's Radiothon that everybody should know about is an event that will take place tomorrow, which is another brat fry. Uh, that's right. That's happening tomorrow. See, I thought I'd hit him up with something that he might know more about. I, I helped prepare all the brats for out for yesterday. So at American Bank. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be which at you can access that parking lot in back of the bank by entering the parking lot on Mill Street. Right. So I think the best way of telling people to get to Mill Street would be either off of what Lincoln or. Mm-hmm. Center, right? Yeah, I mean, you can also enter the parking lot off Center Street and then just walk over the bridge. Sure. To get there. Beautiful so, yeah. bridge. You can also Beautiful just bridge. park in downtown and wait for the smoky fingers to grab your nostrils and pull you in. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Oh, yeah. You can park in the downtown area and just take that beautiful little alley. Between. Between. Yeah. Right. Down to the back. It's a neat... Lots of options to get there. It is a really neat little um, pavilion area that they have back behind American Mm -hmm. Bank. And it just kind of is... It bodes well for people to kind of hang around Mm -hmm. and come out and enjoy. uh, Get your Johnsonville brat and soda for $1.50. Uh, $2. Nope, it's $1.50. Gable said $2 yesterday. Oh, did he really? Oh, I just asked him this morning. He said $1.50. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Anticipate two, and if Hearts it's cheaper, right hey, a surprise. Yes, and if it's two, know that it's it's because it's for the radio. Right. I just asked him this morning about that, and he's like, "Yeah, you can do it." 
So I'm I'm glad that we're all on the same page. <laughs> Not even sure we're in the same library sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, it's going to be a big day. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Shop at Holiday Food and of Beaver Dam or visit online at hometownglass.com. With 95X. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man. It's just fun to listen to. Today's best music, 95X. Let's head over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update. Brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Highway 33 east of Beaver Dam. Give them a call for a free estimate and take care of all your home improvement needs. Now let's head off to the newsroom where the news ninja, Justin Wilski, standing by. A public forum was held last night on a referendum that town of Beaver Dam voters will see on the August ballot. The town board is seeking to exceed revenue limits in perpetuity to fund increased fire and EMS costs and road maintenance. If approved, the owner of a $100,000 home would see the township portion of their tax bill increase for from $188 to $294. Board Chair Joe Kern says the board explored contracting out with other services, starting their own EMS, and borrowing, none of which he says are ideal. Additional forums are planned. Dodge County has a new administrator. The board last night approved the hiring of Cameron Clapper, who has been Whitewater's city manager since 2012. The position was made vacant by the recent retirement of Jim Milkey. Clapper's salary will be equivalent to $67.88 an hour, and he will receive the same fringe benefits that are provided to department heads. He is expected to start on August 21st. And a vacancy on the Dodge County Board has been filled. Randall Vandezandi took the oath of office last night for the District 26 seat. District 26 consists of Wards 2, 7, and 8 in the city of Waupon and Ward 2 in the town of Chester. Vandezandi will serve on the Taxation Committee and the Land Information Council. His term will run until April 16th of 2024. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And today's news was brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement, Highway 33 East of Beaver Dam. Give them a call for anything that's related to anything home-related and home improvement-related. Well, I got to tell you, if you're looking for somebody that can help you out of uh, maybe making sure that your travel goes exactly the way you want it to be, it's going to be Tammy Arthur from Tropical Tan Lines Travel. Now, she has been doing the travel agent thing. For people for the last seven years. And she is your local trusted travel agent. You want to talk about um, upcoming winter vacations. I know it's a, it's a little bit down the road. But wouldn't it be a good idea to set that in place right now? Pick a destination. You probably thought you were listening to the third best morning show of the year. That was so 2020. The award winning 95X Morning Show. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's do it. Today's day in history. Let's start off with 1633. The Holy Office in Rome forced Galileo Galilei to recant his view that the sun, not the earth, is the center of the universe. 1870, U.S. Congress created the United States Department of Justice. And in 1937, Joe Lewis won the World Heavyweight Boxing title when he defeated Jim Braddock. 
1942, the Pledge of Allegiance was formally adopted by Congress. And in 2001, the Fast and the Furious was released in theaters. All right. Celebrity birthdays. Um, Joe Dempsey? Gendry on Game of Thrones is 35. Carson Daly is 49. Steve Page, former Bare Naked Lady singer, 52 today. Bruce Campbell, yes! From the Evil Dead series, and also Boba Hotep is 64. Sidney Lauper, 69 today. Oh, and Meryl Streep, 73. She's received 21 Oscar noms, won three. And Freddie Prince from Chico and the Man, born in 1954. That is what's going on today in history and birthdays. All right. Thanks a lot, Thomas. We're going to be back with our Kicking a Classic to wrap things up in just a moment. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X.